sent to Earth from the darkest depths of space to fight crimes and talk about the subjects not many men dare to go. With faces only a blind mother could love, arms like a silverback gorilla, and more hair on their chest than something really, really hairy. Like really hairy. Prepare to be astounded and bedazzled by the wondrous voices of your two hosts, GK and F. Stand by for live broadcast. Interweb. Welcome to episode 22 of GKNF, On the Road Again. On the Road Again. Well, we're back on the road, <laughs> and anyone that's come across straight from episode 21 to episode 22 will notice a degree of soberness, because we're on the road driving <laughs> down, to, down to Cherrygong. Speak for yourself, big champ. <laughs> Not me. I'm in the, so we're in the driver's seat. We've got uh, F-Man. Hello, hello, it's good to be back, and it's good to be back in the headset, so all we need to do, we should really do this, if we can, if we do go through drive throughs we we need to capture this for our promo clip on the Facebook page. And I think we need to make note that because we're on the road, the sound quality might be a little different, but we're going to do our best to, to knock, out, uh, knock out an hour of podcasting on the way down to Gerringong down in the south coast of New South Wales. And my co-pilot today, as far as being in the front seat, is a guest we've had on before, David Armistead. Welcome. <laughs> and he's, he's calling he's, in. Oh. Um, <laughs> and he's our first call in. <laughs> so what, do you want me to answer that? No, no. That'll so be we're a, not breaking the rules. That'll be a work phone call, so we'll let that go. Um, we don't want to... We well, it is one o'clock on a Friday, so... <laughs> yeah, and we're on the way down to Armo. What's been going on, brother? Not much, mate. I'm enjoying the day off uh, also. So I got to watch the little girl go swimming this morning. So uh, it was nice to have a bit of brekkie with the fam. And then uh, it was also nice to run slightly late just to get under your skin, big fella. <laughs> and it fucking did, and I won't forgive you till we get down there and I've had three beers. Tell the um, SMS um, correspondents. That was pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Armo was... <laughs> Armo was uh, watching his uh, eldest daughter do swimming lessons and he goes I'll be there at um, 11.30 11.31 came by I said I'll give him another 30 seconds Jordy, uh, you, you would have had your hand on the... Like you were about to launch the codes to send the missiles, send I, the nukes. I feel he didn't have that much confidence in me that that message was re- written at 11.20. It was pre-recorded. So I wrote to Armo, what's your daughter doing? Swimming the English Channel? He replied with uh, something along the lines of just going past O'Donoghue's... Which I was. ...in Ireland. (laughs) (laughs) I I replied then with, all right, fucking see you later. I'm coming without you. (laughs) But uh, I... Because we didn't... uh, Because we're going down there this weekend, I I went and got a massage this morning. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was a Father's Day present. And then I got a haircut. With a cutthroat shave, like a barber experience. Oh, beautiful. So I had the full pamper day before going out. It was, it was a good morning. How, how's your neck go? Is it, is it, do you have a sensitive neck, Jordy? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it just rashes up. Like, I look like I've got smallpox after well, it. I guess anything I think, touches my neck. Yeah, I think when you have those uh, cutthroat ones, they're heaps sort of... I, I imagine they're heaps better. Yeah. I don't know how my neck looks. But, uh, <laughs> did, they, did they use a cutthroat razor where they sharpen it on the leather? No, this, so there's only one guy in this barbershop that has that one, but this one was uh, one of those disposable... A big. A big. Yeah, it was just a Mac 3. <laughs> but he took it out of the thing and was used. No, so they're the disposable ones this guy used. The there's cop- an element of trust you put in someone when oh. they're at your neck. Like, if, if it looked like the guy had a nightmare of the video game... <laughs> 
the, you the, can't you can't shave my neck. The <laughs> first guy that I time I ever did it, I was like, I was never like I was breathing in trying to suck my Adam's apple in, so they didn't yeah. accidentally chop that off. Yeah. <laughs> like it was, oh, it was intense. Do you, do you remember when we went far? I think I got you a cutthroat as. As you and I are probably the hairiest guys in our, our group, we can sprout hair. It wasn't we, a gift, it was a suggestion. It was, it was uh, a request. But that dude was really cool. Like, I feel like barbers are sort of starting to become like the new tattooing sort of thing. Are barbers the new baristas? Ooh, and baristas yeah, yeah. are the old tattooists? Yes, yeah, and the tattooists are now the old. The tattooists are just old hipsters <laughs> that have moved, moved out of Newtown. Old and now, and now living in the burbs. <laughs> But, yeah, like, that dude was just super cool, like, poured us, like, real nice whiskey. We sat there, and I think he was drinking, too, and <laughs> the that's where the that's trust was. Uh... It's always what you want, people yeah. with a sharp implement. I like my hairdressers and people yeah. doing my shaves. Yeah. He's <laughs> drinking really whis- intoxicated. He's drinking whiskey and shaving my neck. It's okay. He's got rips in his jeans. <laughs> and that's just when he missed with the razor. <laughs> but I'll find a couple of, like... Because I was working down at Barangaroo, which is obviously down in the city there for three years, and I've grown a beard, and I can't grow hair anymore on the top of my head, I decided to flip that shit around and get a haircut <laughs> so you can on get my face. Big, big enough for a comb over over your head? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's um, a sick 180 you've done. Yeah. Why don't you do 90 degrees? That would look interesting. Just have hair in once. Yeah. Well, I can get that shit. Ha- if it's 90 degrees, it does come sideways out of my ears. So <laughs> yes, of course. It's, it's all happening. It's all happening except for north. But... Uh, <laughs> I find a lot of these big barbers now all have bars attached to it. Like the one we oh, went the to, the, the gin bar. Yeah, that, that, there's a barber shop, and then behind it there's a gin bar. Yeah, and yeah. And then the one I go to in Barangaroo, or was going to in Barangaroo, that's the same. It's a sister shop of the one on York Street, mm. and it's the same thing. You get, you know, 30 bucks, you get a, a beard trim, like a um, like a moisturise, and you get a free beer. So oh, they're like promoting well free beer within that thirty dollars, I suppose. But oh, that's, that's a mate cool. of mate of ours uh, had that idea for or, uh, probably still an idea. So I'm not going to throw it out there. I'm going to throw the idea out there for someone else to do, but I won't attach it to him. Um, Hayden, <laughs> uh, for a barber shop with a tattooist inside yeah, the barber shop. Right. Well, that's sure. uh, it's that sort of whole thing when you can have a beer and it's an experience. Yeah. Is, is it the and is it the male equivalent for the girls doing a spa day, getting their pedicure, fake tans, pedicures, lashes done, um, eyebrow tattoos? My, my what wife would be the ultimate ma- male version of that then? Well. It'd be your gentleman's club, but not... <laughs> well, not, no, not, not... So you would have so strippers strip in there. The, <laughs> what's well, the ultimate A strip club. Um, yeah, because we actually don't do it. With football yeah. on the TV. No, no, but you know some of these high society type uh, uh, ones in New York where it's the uh, certain rooms or, or whatever, and it's top money. It's like... Um, where you join the club, well, I know is it Ivy. You can mm. pay ten grand. Yeah, and, for the, that's for the VIP level. And or then you just go and hang there. Like, so you pay you pay ten thousand dollars for what? A membership. Oh, okay, yep. But you don't. I don't think you spend a cent once you go in there. Oh, I'm not sure. I, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's it. That gets you into this level, and you know, I'm sure they're probably keeping an eye on it. But if you're spending. Ten grand a membership, and then you, all your booze is free. Yeah, and, and you it's get just, to that. That's yeah. where, like Hugh Jackman, I know he yeah. went there when he was in town. Um, or, so it's like level five or whatever it's called, something like that. I've been to certain bars too, where this is your bottle. 
I'll, I'll take a new bottle of Jameson's or a new bottle of Belvedere or whatever, and then they just leave that behind the bar. If you don't finish it tonight, that's sweet. What, do you come back and sort of mark on it? Yeah, and it's your, that that's was, your that bottle. That was like a Ash in, when we went over to Perth at Clarence's. And exactly right, They yeah. pulled up and they all had a bottle of like whiskey or scotch and it had their like initials yeah. on it, and then it was just... Yeah. And you pay per drink out yeah. of it, but it's your but bottle, it's your or you maybe you paid for the bottle first, yeah. I guess. I did it in L.A. I did it in L.A. too, like... Went there and, and, and had a bottle. The fella I went to, to go visit was we had a bottle there, and he just said, "Oh no, that's our bottle." So he, it was just like keeping your card behind the bar almost. Let's see, I just got a glimpse of myself in the revision mirror with aviators on. <laughs> I, I look like without the uh, being able to play uh, volleyball shirtless and looking good, Nick. Like I'm straight out of Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> so after we take off from this red light, I'm going to do it, like turn the wheel real hard, and hopefully we do one of those rolls. Just turn over and keep going. Just tell me who I'm flipping the bird to. Yeah. <laughs> so we should be driving on top of that uh, car next to us now. <laughs> that's just, that's a complete side note from anything, but uh, but it's, uh, I like how um, I like how people have these ideas to change it up. Because that's um, part of the lure to go. I mean, how many bars? You've, you've been to so many bars in your what, life. What, do you got to do something different? You see, so it's not just the aesthetics within the bar, it's the, the operations of it, you know, that can make it a bit more, I guess, a bit more of a lure. Because, like, it, isn't that what we're looking for, something different at the end of the day? I went Once to the, you get done with something? Fuck yeah. I went to Agincourt Bar this week. Um, I don't know if you remember from back in Mission Days playing... Um, Oh, yeah. On the corner? In, yeah, on the corner across from Bar Broadway. Yes. So that's totally revamped and become a sports bar now. Ah, nice. Yeah. And it won the award for best sports bar. Darren, the publican out there, was a great, uh, great guy. Uh, I think he's going to, when he listens to this, going to put wings on uh, for the Super Bowl for me, he said, <laughs> if I shout him out. So, uh, but yeah, but that's changed, changed heaps, and it's got that. That's like saying that experience now as a sports bar. You're going in for that sort of experience. Well, I always had a bit of a, a thing that I'm a bit of a dreamer, I suppose. But um, there's the obviously in Penrith, there's the King Henry's Court, which is a great building. Looks sick but, now. What well, done I believe with it, so. It? Yeah, I've never been. I haven't been in there since the the do it. But I remember speaking to Davo about it and said it'd be sick to turn that into a sports bar because I feel in Australia, sport is our religion to a point. You know, like a lot of people go, you know. So I, I've been to a few of those type of bars in the, in the states. Where do you think with that, uh, with a sports bar, it has to be high, uh, very um, like you got to have people enjoying the American sports because of the way the the, the, the timing, the timing yeah, of how sure. it's structured, and that's for why sure. a sports bar like with especially like even like say the baseball is played during the week, so yeah. you've always got stuff on, and then you have got Sunday, you've got games running right across yeah. Sunday at different times. And and you've got to have the, the right population where yeah. I think Penrith is, but a lot of people are still in that put my kid to bed, yeah. get all this done, get ready for where it'd be not like it'd be lovely to go out once a week with you guys and just grab mm. some wings and, and have it, even if it's just for an hour. Yeah, you know, yeah, kind yeah. of like we did yeah, with we the did fight. For the, the other, fight yeah. the other, that was, it'd be nice just to do that on a Wednesday and not go out till midnight or whatever. Yeah. But my second theory on that was not just straight uh, sports bar, but because all these HBO and Netflix shows are stu- such cult thing where you could get come and, it's game, game of Thrones night. That's a come great and get, idea. Uh, come and watch the final finale of the Game not, of Thrones. Not so much that, but just spend your money. Because like, if you subscribe to every uh, 
internet outlet. Like it's 10, 10, oh, like 10 or twelve bucks for Netflix. Netflix Presto, and what's that for Stan? The then up the sport and HBO. HBO so come inst- instead of that, come down on a, we- a Monday night, watch Game of Thrones with all your girlfriends, get a free glass of red wine, and then maybe and then you, you can cook Kit, up a cook Kit, up a feed. Kit yeah. Harrington doing uh, doing an appearance on the. Um... Wouldn't that be nice? That's a great idea, dude. Well, that, that was like that was one, but I believe it's it's pretty nice in there now. So yeah, I'm, it is. I'm the kind of guy that goes, "Oh, this is a great idea." I'm not, never going to do anything or chase or reason. <laughs> well, you know, I like it also that, like, you know, when you go out to bars, there's a certain dress code. You got to go smart casual. I'd love to rock up and just wear. Like, I, I I yearn to wear my trucks with pants in public, but there's something inside <laughs> me that stops you, know you from what? doing it. Move that's, to England, my friend. That is, that, that is more than frowned upon. That's, <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. I need to go somewhere where it's socially acceptable. Come to Game of Thrones no, like, where you've got trackies. I've got a place in uh, just outside of Manchester called Lee where you fit in like a, <laughs> <laughs> well, in like a chair. The mighty centurions. Hey, talking about you, know, you, you were saying Australia with, with sports is like a religion. Mm-hmm. We are like with drinking and establishments. Yeah. I just was looking at this website earlier and it talks about um you know how like um australian pubs like a uh, name a pub that sounds the familiar. royal yeah the, the australian arms or... yeah so every pub has a name so going through i've got this list of every pub in australia and it talks about well how many pubs have the the word or what what's um, called that said pub? royal or um mm, the you know, empire yeah. empire try and think of a couple like the cricketers arms is a yeah. As a popular one, the the railway usually yeah. gets gets one, which Ooh, is near a railway, cool. railway station. That that's normally always a top pub or something like that. The yeah. top bar or what, usually in every town. What about the Australian? Yeah, the Australian. The Australian. What what is it? What is the top one? All right, I'll give you the I'll give you the top ten. So it starts off with uh, okay, it starts off with the Australian yeah. coming in at ten. And how yep. many does it say? How many? Yes, thirty-four. Thirty-four Australian pubs with the name Caught of the Australian. In New South Wales, uh, across Australia Australia. for this one. So um, next is the Imperial. Ah, uh, yes, uh, Mount Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just just around that corner from that crazy St David's. Um, next is the Exchange. That seems pretty popular. Exchange. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Victoria. I'm sure it's popular. <laughs> In uh, Melbourne, what? <laughs> South Australia, the Vic, the Vic, yeah, the Vic's yeah. pretty popular oh, yeah. pub name, the Vic. Central, yeah, Railway, there we go. Is number five. Grand is number four, with eighty-one establishments. Club, which makes sense, one hundred and seven, and the top two are the Commercial, one hundred and thirty-seven establishments, and. The Royal, you picked it, dude. Two hundred and forty-two. Every town you drive, especially if you're going out there, like country, like, we're going to drive past one Royal on the way down to uh, the south coast for sure. You know, like there's in every town, there's the Royal and the railway. I find, I find them the two I notice. I found uh, the in, in the UK, obviously, they've got a huge pub culture as well. Um, it's a lot of you know. The duck and whistle. And, yeah, I love those. And, and, yeah, the cock and uh, balls, the, the cock, or whatever it is. <laughs> the cock and bull. <laughs> the cock and balls. That's what I like calling it. The cock and balls. <laughs> like, just don't mince your words, publicans. Yeah, but it's all those real sort of um, funny names. Yeah, just like they'll string two random mm. things together, like even cock and bull, or you know, um, the brown cow, and I like all, the all firecracker. Those. Do you have a favourite pub in the country? <sighs> yep, I got a couple. <laughs> I have. I I enjoy Panthers, the Byron Bay Beach Hotel. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's nice. in my top three. Um, I enjoy 
I think it is... I love the Chloe, the Clovelly Hotel. I really like that. Okay, yep. And there's, I like... There's one bar I like that's just... A, it's a dive bar. I don't know the name of it, but it's a, it's a dark... It's not one you're going, I can't wait to drink in the gar- the beer garden out in the sun look at the beach, but it's <laughs> just like this, there's, there's a fire in it at Winter. Yeah. Is that yeah. where you've, you've had your dash, you're pretty drunk, you go to this establishment and hope no one steals your liver? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can sit there and just have a, a good crack, a good crack. Is that session. in the city? Did we yeah, go there? Yeah, yeah, we would have been there. Like it's, like it's one of those ones where they haven't changed the carpet since yeah. uh, the first first start oh, uh, no, opening, that's... and your shoes stick to the floor. Yep. But you can sit in the corner, pull up a bar table, have a beer, punt. And just sit there all day, just ordering round and round and round. And you're not there to impress anyone. It's not yeah. the show. Like you don't have the people, the girls that have spent 12 hours to go to the pub to walk through the door and walk out the back door so they'll unnoticed. It's kind of like when you came. It, this isn't the same sort of thing, but it is. Like our Sunday session in the UK was always at the Strawberry. Yeah, oh, I love and, the Strawberry. And the the publican that that that, that the, I was obviously since the last time I was on your podcast, we went back soon after to uh, visit some uh, family and, and whatnot. And they're no longer at the Strawberry, so we've gone to another pub, and I think that's the Vic. That's the Vic, and now that's popular. Oh, oh, the the publicans gone over there. Yeah, gone over there. But um, like she used to, if you remember, she used to come up always just to keep an eye. Hey lads, how are you? Like, like blokes would be sat in their underpants. Like this is on a Sunday afternoon, and they're still trying to serve Sunday dinner inside. (laughs) But she knew the boys were well behaved enough. They're pretty but respectful. They stayed outside. So everyone that was having their like yeah. Sunday dinner or whatever, but she always came out just to say, "I'm keeping an eye on you, boys. Just yeah. you know, don't break it." I, rem- don't do I remember that. Uh, one Sunday session over there, and it was uh, it was rowdy, but within sort of rules. And she came out and gave it the uh, to one of the I think it was Bull Bull, just watching the yeah. boys, yeah. and Bull went. I think it was one of the other guys, uh, Mally or whatever yeah. his name was. Hey, wrap it up for a second. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah, for just, sure. As soon as she said, because she knew his parents a fair bit, then she'd go, boys, do this, and then Liam would be the, the leader of the gang kind of thing. Everyone, behave yeah. yourself. But I like of. that respect. You, yeah. know, you, you can hear sometimes these days because, someone try and say cut it out yeah. and then it'll kick yeah, up the no, screen. Th- that's you ruin it for everyone, yeah. man. If one of you is a dickhead and then, you know... You want to get to be able to get away with yeah. a little bit of stuff, and, and they'll allow you to get away with a few things. Speaking of unique pubs, remember when we were in Melbourne on our trip away? And mm. whenever we go on our trip away, I get out a golden jacket. It's a very, very special piece of material that was woven by Athena, the god of awesome jackets. For women. <laughs> and, and, uh, and I like to bring out this special jacket, but the boys hate it. And I, don't, and I don't know why. I, I think my theory is it's just jealousy. Um, <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me break it down to you. Can I just, for the listeners, so obviously you're listening to this, so for a visual, let's go inspect a gadget, but in the Mardi Gras. <laughs> but so, Mrs. Gadget's wearing it to yeah. support her son. <laughs> well, what's great, it's sort of free from podcast because I'm editing out the last minute. <laughs> no, but... Um, when we were walking from, uh, we went to the AFL for a little bit, and that was cold. Oh, that was fun. That was just cold. It's the only way I could describe that, and it was cold, and it got boring. So we're like, oh, let's let's head out. We'll, we'll go go to a pub. We'd rather hang in a pub with a, a fireplace and have a couple of beers for the afternoon, settle in for the Saturday afternoon. And we're walking from um, Eddie Had, and we went to what's that pub called? It's like a stripper club pub or something. Ah, uh, the, the Royal. Yeah, that was the Royal. Oh, there yeah. you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's at the top of the list. 
and we, as we're walking over, we'd split, we'd split up a little bit. And I was, you know, part of the back group having a chat. Some of the dudes were ahead. <laughs> and as I'm walking up, I can see the security guard standing at the front of the pub and I'm like oh alright I-, I love this challenge because I think I'm a great actor <laughs> which you are sometimes the, I, I think s- you are the most uh, rejected man in our group from getting into pubs <laughs> or restaurants and, and I've, got a theory, I've got a theory about that it's because I'm too good at acting now <laughs> so as everyone had got through and, and I was at the end and I, I walked up and um, this burly kind of security guard put, puts his hand on my chest and pushes me back and goes whoa that's a shit jacket <laughs> And I look in, because there's a bit of glass in the window, and I could see every single person in there pissing themselves. Even the strippers were pissing themselves. <laughs> but you still wear that jacket. Hey, did you see that um, pub uh, the other... I think it was last Thursday, the dude that raffled his pub off up in Newcastle? Oh, I did, I did hear about Rafferty's that. Ra- ra- raffled yeah. his pub off. So instead oh. of selling it, they did a raffle. And so I bought a book of tickets for 24 bucks, which was four tickets. I didn't want to tell any of you because I didn't want you to win it. Because <laughs> my goal was then to raffle it back off on the podcast. But what you had to do was be a listener of the podcast for 100 consecutive episodes. And by that time, I was hoping we'd have Joe Rogan listenership. <laughs> that was what I was going to use. But anyway, he raffled his... It was, a, like it was a German pub up in Newcastle. So instead of selling it, I went to raffle, so he obviously was making more uh, to raffle. So you won the pub, uh, the goodwill, I guess, of the pub, uh, all the booze that was at the pub at the time, and um, 30, 30K, I think. So he sold X amount of tickets. Some A local Newcastle fella just won it. So drawn out of the hat or whatever, won the pub. Now he owns a pub. Now you could do whatever you want with Did it. Did he pay for it at all? He just won it from a raffle? $25. He bought a ticket. So did the owner of the raffle, did he make a bit of coin? Did yeah, he? so he would have, I think the pub was valued at, like, because obviously you don't own the actual, he didn't own the land or the pub, so it was, was a, a, a leasehold. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. So it was 195000 I think. He sold, I know, I don't have these um, figures exact, but I sort of, I think I did some maths with hearing how many tickets he sold, like ended up selling it for closer to like 500000 Oh, so, so he's made an additional uh, 250 sort of odd K on top of it. Look, <laughs> hey, so. there's a concept. Instead of eBay, buy tickets. Because there's, like, raffle, <laughs> what, raffle if I'm, if, I'm, if I'm selling my Super Nintendo uh, Mario Kart version yeah, 1 on eBay, damaged. instead of someone buying it for $10, I'm putting a raffle up for a dollar. It only might cost you a dollar, but I'm gonna, I might sell 50 tickets. Yeah. I sold it for 50 bucks. Yeah. You, so you're trying to take the point piss out of me, but no, no, it makes no. so much sense. I know. I started it. <laughs> and now I'm, wi- I'm wishing I didn't explain it. So, so Elon Musk doesn't steal our idea again. Bloody Elon, Elon. 10% please. Elon's like, uh, he's making a list, checking it twice. Yeah. He's, uh... I feel like he's going right away from all the science and the real good stuff he's doing and just picking up our <laughs> shitty ideas that he'll mature Could, and manifest into something that's you remember, worthwhile. remember my idea when I was talking about SpaceX? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> he's dude, got, dude, that's it. Like, isn't that a good incentive? Look, you got a one in fifty chance. Pay a dollar for it. Yeah, oh, okay. and you might have fifty bucks. I'm going to buy tickets. I'm going to put a dollar. That's a fucking. Great is that idea. similar to, like, to Grey's Online? 
Yeah. Uh, yes. Is like, it? That's a, is that an, like, so I know no, it's an auction site, but say you're bidding on some clubs, you could start it. $2, and as long as... Well, eBay's essentially that like works. that, too. You can sell it now or bid. Okay. But this is raffle tickets, so this is uh, heaps yeah. different. Hey, that's a bloody good idea. Mm, that's a fucking great idea. <clears throat> I, I, um... Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm not. I'm gonna definitely not do anything with that idea. And then, <laughs> and then when it something along the lines comes out, I'm gonna say that's oh. our intellectual property. <laughs> yeah. It's my um, IP. I've just mailed it to myself. Hey, I was thinking while we were driving in the car, just because it is different. Um, I think we should turn this into a bit of a game. Yeah, yeah. But it's got to be a game while you're driving in the car and podcasting. I got the game. <laughs> really. <laughs> Tell me about it. What's your game, Jordy? No, I don't. But you go for it. I've got a couple, but what have you got? I wanted to do a game. It's a competition, right? Yeah. And it's got to be like first person to get three points, something along those lines. Yep. And each of us have got to come up with an idea um, in order, an idea for the round. So, mm-hmm. for example, I've got an idea for a round. Put it. I'm going to throw it out there. You can say, that's the worst idea, and I'll say... Well, it's actually the best idea. Well, it's the only then, idea because I'm the only one that's put something out. And then, Luke, and then we'll, we'll maybe sell raffles to see <laughs> which idea will fit. No, so I want to... Each one of us has got to call up Target. Yes. And what you got to do Go is... Go on. Once the phone... Once they answer the call, mm-hmm. I'm going to hit the timer. And it's going to be the first one of us who's got the, who's got the fastest time to get the person on the other end of the call to say... 75% off. Wow. Okay. Have you, have you, have you by I've been any practicing ch- all morning. <laughs> have you by any chance looked at the, uh, uh, what have, uh, do they send out a, a, like a discount brochure and looked at what the, pil- the, you know, the pink pillows are and you've got to say how much percent off the pink pillows and they're going to say 75%? Yeah. Have you got an unfair advantage? Yeah, well, I, I chose 75% because I thought, Nothing's seventy-five percent off. It's always fifty. You might get fifty. You might okay. get twenty-five. Well, let, ha, let's give it a go. Have you have you got a target uh, number? <laughs> so you you can't say seventy-five um, percent. You got you can't sort of you can't say seventy-five. Okay. I'm going to hold the phone. Lead in, them down in it's almost like that uh, ball the, game. What is it? Um, like articulate? Is yeah. It? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to put the phone into car mode. The car in the phone mode. <laughs> The phone into car mode. It will drive us. I'm going to quickly duck off to Target. Get some beers. Get, get see what's 75% off and come back. But it, for some reason, it's been ringing the whole fucking podcast. But right now, it won't even connect to the phone. Unless you did your one, F, ma'am. I'm just calling Tajay. Hang on. I've got to run it through the queue. 75% is a lot off, too, yeah, eh? Yeah. I, I don't know if I've ever seen 75% off. I have once. Go on. I've just seen it once. I, I have no story for it. I've just seen it, and I, and I thought that's a deal. That's and yeah, should that's we a, have a max? You got to you got to try and do it within, within three minutes or yeah. something. Within three minutes is you've maxed out. Okay. Let's okay. So now. you just the only rule is you cannot say seventy five percent off. Yeah. But you can say. But you got to get the other person on the yeah, other but, end of the call yeah, to but say. You can't say, hey, say seventy five percent off. No, no. Because yeah, okay. if I say it, I'm oh, out. Fuck. It's tough, dude. 
Okay, hang on your phone. It is, hang on, I'm about to dial in um, Target as soon as this, uh, as soon as Target stops ringing me and says, no, it's Big W saying, use Big, use big W, not Target. We're really pushing our brand at the moment. Can I uh, just throw a couple of pubs out for honourable, honourable mention? Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Sh- uh, Shell Bay Country Club was always a fun. Oh, that was a good club. Um, and it sounds so swanky and, too. And the Glenmore at the Rocks, man. Oh, we yeah, went there last the week. Well, I think that's half of it. I think the pub is only as good as the the memory you make there, potentially, oh, if you yeah. know what I mean. But I agree with what you were saying earlier, Geordie. I think, like, in wintertime, it's nice to sit with a pub with a fireplace and have a stouty beer instead of, like, at the summertime, sit at the Cavilli Hotel and yeah. watch the waves roll sort of play, you know? Yeah. <laughs> My phone has rang non-stop since we've been in this car. Lucky it's do on you. Do you want to answer it, dude? No. I, the last thing I want to do is answer it. I'm, I'm you do, You're doing your real job now, <laughs> yeah. aren't you? Yeah. But that's fucking... <laughs> and it keeps... Now it's knocking my fucking phone out, which I'm sure this swearing can be put in <laughs> in the louder volume. I'm going to try and dial. So, so what's, a, what's a number for... Tweak it. OK, I got a number. Yeah, so not 04, obviously. <laughs> the number is... This is the... Yep. Press play and see if that comes through here. <clears throat> yep. OK, Who's so going? You, you're going. Right. Press one of the following numbers at any time and we'll direct your call. So we just want... Press one for store trading hours. Press two for ladies and men's clothing, footwear or accessories. Press three for kids and babies' clothing and nursery. Press four for homewares, toys, leisure or books. Press five for entertainment. Press six for body and beauty. Press zero for general inquiries and zero. customer survey. Or to hear the options again in every day that little bit better for other families. So keep up to yeah. with the latest offers in our newsletters. A lot of variety there from Target, which is... <laughs> yeah. Hi, um, I'm just calling, I'm calling on behalf of my wife and I was looking for, um, there's a sale at the moment um, and I think it was, uh, it was like a, um, what are you, those blenders, the uh, Nutribullet? And so what was it? So the Nutribullet and she oh, missed... Nutribullet, yeah. yeah. It was for $200 but I think it was on sale, is that right? Um, I'll have to get um, someone in homewares to double check if we have any. Okay. Oh, before you do that, can I just double check? Is there something that's um, on sale? Um, you know, do you have any sales at the moment? Um, well, there's a few things like that. If you walk around, there's like stuff on clearance. Like, are there any... I don't know about an actual sale. Is there any prices that are reduced? Like, how could, like, how could you describe the reduction in price? Like, is it... Um, yeah, well, there's, like, you know, our seasonal, like, markdowns. Okay, what, what are the markdowns, roughly? Um, uh, well, I'm not really sure, but, I mean, because they're all different prices. What, what's the so, best markdown you've ever seen? Uh, um, oh, like, in, in what department, though? Clothing, for, like, like, for kitchen. Price. What, what was that last one? How? Like, if it's in clothing, it could be, like, up to half price. Yeah. Um, well, look, um, my wife mentioned, like, just for something to purchase as a, as a present, um, you know, just kitchen wares. That's why I was asking about the uh, the blender. But, you know, if it's um, three quarters um, cheaper than the normal price, what do you normally say if it's three quarters cheaper? Um, 
Uh, well, I'm not sure. Like with the Nutribullet, I don't even know if we have um, the Nutribullet in anymore. Oh, okay. Is so, it? Um, but because I think we have our own brand, because we have our own style. Oh, okay. Um, you know, our own yeah, target own kind of Nutribullet. So, oh, okay. So, do you have anything that's three quarters cheaper? What do you call it when it's three quarters cheaper? I can't remember. Um, three. What do you? Well, like up to, up to seventy-five percent off. That's or? the one. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, is there have anything that's seventy five percent off? Uh, I don't, I don't think so. Not uh, that far down because not, we're because we're only a new store as well, so yeah. we don't have any like really old items. That's all good. I might come and have a look. Thank you so much for your help. Okay, that's all right. Okay, bye. Well done. Yeah. Two, two, two minutes. Just under two minutes, mate. Under two just, minutes. Just say 75% off. That's very clever. That's, that's tough. Right? As soon as she said half price, I was like, oh, he's under something there. He's under something there. So we now have to ring up a target and get him to say 75% off. Yeah. So you got another target? Oh, hang on. Because... And that's the beauty of going second, because then you can use similar tactics. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's good. But so now it's just a luck of the draw to see if someone's able to convert their fractions to percentage. Excuse me, what's three quarters of a hundred in percentage? <laughs> but you can't say percentage. Oh no, percent. You can't say percent. Percentage. Okay. All right. Would it almost be better to try and get them to say? A certain word. That's uh, what we're trying to get them to say. Yeah. Then. All right. Here's the next. Uh, all right. So change it up. Seventy-five percent off. Yeah, this one, mate. That was right. good, far. You sort of <laughs> you dragged it along into that. All right, here's the next one, Campbelltown. She just wanted to fuck you off. To... She's like, look, <laughs> look, she. I love that. I don't think we sell them anymore. Yeah, you do. You sell them one hundred percent. I just bought one. <laughs> you sell them seventy-five <laughs> percent. All right, next uh, number zero two. I'm Zero two. Work? Yeah, go for it. Going to the same. No, going somewhere different. You're calling Target. I'm going to Press one of the following numbers at any time and we'll direct your call. Four. Press I one know what it for is. store trading hours. It's one four. of the store trading hours are 75% off. Four. 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 Thank you for your patience. We'll be with you shortly. Did you know that you can view our latest catalogue at target.com.au? Visit us today. It's better for Aussie families. Good afternoon, Target Camelton. Can I help you? Good afternoon. Who am I speaking with? How are you doing? I'm calling up from uh, Western Sydney University. We're doing a study on uh, sales at the moment. Yep. And we need to know... Uh, some, I guess, what uh, what will be considered the largest uh, discount offer of a particular item that a, that a retail store would go to? I'd have to put management on my dinner. It's a lifestyle on our Instagram or daily interaction. She's killing your time, man. On our Facebook page. <laughs> Sign up and follow us today. I like the angle At you're Target. working, though. I'm actually paying Vicky off. At Target, we love making every day that little bit better for Aussie families. So oh, I've taken somewhere I've had to be put somewhere. It's going to kill my time. With 17 seconds. Hello, Greg. Great. Greg, how are you doing? Hey. Zane Malik from Western Sydney Hello. University. Yes? Yeah. 
I am just we're doing a we're doing a study at the moment and we we're asked to pick a retail outlet uh, on discounts and they wanted us to call and see what the maximum discount uh, that a retail outlet would pro potentially give off the marked price. But what are you buying? Uh, let's say uh, homewares. Oh, okay. Well, I have to get that authorised by the manager, like the store manager. Okay. So it depends what you're, depends what you're actually purchasing and how much you're purchasing. Okay, so if it was a one-off item on a sale, say uh, Target were doing a sale uh, mm -hmm. on, on, let's say, homewares, would it generally be what would be what uh, what are some common markdowns on during Christmas or something or after Christmas that would uh, that would happen? Well, we don't do we don't do any more sales. We just do everyday prices now. Ah, we've lowered our prices down, so we don't yeah. Oh well, my professor has given me the wrong uh, person to call. Definitely. Um, if what uh, what do they call what uh, what do they call it if uh, something's marked down? What's the maximum markdown that you've seen? Okay, I'm not sure what this is all. So you're from a university, and what what is, you're after some you're after a survey, are you? Yeah, basically. Yeah, well, I can't I can't answer any of the questions. Okay, yeah. so I guess. Uh, all right. Well, I, I guess I've. Uh, I'm out of time then with you, and uh, seventy-five percent is something you're not going to be giving us. Sorry. Thank you for your time. <laughs> I, was out, I was obviously well over your time by then. Yeah, I'd actually uh, stop. So, uh, that's a very hard thing to get to. Fucking A. Fucking and I wanted to take a completely different angle. I, I think you almost went too high where she was like, oh, what's this guy on about? What's he trying to get into? Yeah, maybe, where I if someone... to, maybe I need you to get too high before that <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chooser, here we go. All right, give us a number, pal. All right, your number is... I think we needed to have a word like sale. <laughs> yeah. The first was... Zero. 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 Let me just get... Percent this. off. Your time. <laughs> Give me two seconds. Let me set the stop up. Will you do the stop, yep. mate? And I'll dial up. From when they say, hello. Hello, hello. Boy, hello, hello. Is that Cat Up Empire? Yes. Yeah. Great song. Oh, hi there. My name is Cliff O'Malley, um, and I'm actually on Nova 961 right now, and I'm going to be on the afternoon show, and I need to get you to say something. Oh, for... It's a very bad line. I can't hear you. Uh, my name is Cliff O'Malley, and I'm currently on Nova 969, the radio uh, afternoon program, and I'm going to be on the radio. Hang on, I'll get someone that might have better, better chance of hearing. Hang on. Okay, great. I like it. Hello, Pam speaking. Oh, hi, Pam. How you going? It's Cliff O'Malley here. Sorry? You there, Pam? Yes. Hi, I'm, I'm currently on the radio and I'm a little bit time precious. Um, I'm, uh -huh. I'm on Nova 969 with Kate, uh, Whipper and Fitzy and um, I have a chance to win uh, $969. Um, I was wondering if you can get, get your help. I need to ring up a convenience store like you, yourselves and I need to get... Wait, you can't go to the is that what you're asking? Pardon me? Hello, Pam, are you there? Pam. 
Pan him. <laughs> oh, no. Are you say Pam or Pan? <laughs> pan. With an MN? So, uh, you got hung up on it. Yeah. <laughs> but I liked you. I liked uh, the. Uh, Your angle was good. Was probably the best. Uh, who, what, what store did we just ring then? Um, we called Pam's Who Gives a Shit Store. That's 75% off everything. I thought my... So did she just give me 75% off that phone call? No, that was a camp. That was a camp. So I, I, I feel like uh, 75% was way too hard yeah, yeah. to get someone to say. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that was my angle. I was trying to get that it to... to say, just pretty much lead him down and go... I need you to say this. Three quarters off... <laughs> But anyway, I got the two oldest people in the world. But it's all good. Thanks, Pass Target. the telegram, Shrinky! Uh, <laughs> oh, dear. So, uh, have you got what other, what other games you got in your bag of tricks? Uh, well, that was my round. Oh, so, so, that's your round. so that's one point to F. Well done. And you uh, and do we play a similar game or are we each come Yeah, I think throw it out. I think uh, we've got some creative people in the front there. So you can do something similar. Something, so we're calling again. Another yeah. store, right. which you seem to be pushing Tajay. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised it wasn't Roger David. <laughs> what about we call Hoyts? Yep. And you have to get them to say Home Alone. Yep. Home Alone. All right. I'll go first since it's my own. Oh, I think I think everyone could pull this one off. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to be an absolute moron to not do it. I'll get Kramer. You guys are completely disadvantaged. Why don't you just tell me what you pressed? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to movie form. Um, I think you guys are disadvantaged due to reception, but it's not my fault. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, actually, this is... A, yeah, this is... <laughs> well, I'm looking at the bars on my phone, and it's just like yeah, a no, skull yeah. and bones this, reception. This, this, this road here is a shock of it. I like this. It is, and it's such a long road. Have they got the the speed Picture camera? Is, is this the speed cameras where they test yeah, your distance too? <laughs> but I don't think it works. My favourite part of this road when you come up the top and you can see Wollongong down the bottom My there. Part of it is uh, like when you go across the train tracks into uh, <laughs> It's all different now, man. It's got <laughs> a it's got a bridge in that down there now. Yeah. I just more say that because that's when I'll actually get to the destination. Do you remember um, talking about? Because your folks, Triz, have a caravan down in Jerangong. Yes. And we all went down and stayed one weekend and we're going, let's fork in and, and get one of these. I remember talking about a holiday house. Yeah, yeah. Down there. We're more yeah. down there, but we're talking about a, a house, a holiday house. That'd be, uh, I'm still up for it, especially now we've got children. It'd need to be like a 70 bedroom McMansion, though, for the growing. But isn't that such a good idea for a holiday? Going on to stays. Have you seen the absolute ball in houses? Airbnb. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. around Gold Coast because there's so many properties, you get a bit of a better deal on there. The there's stuff. this one called um, the White House. Yeah, I'd say the White House. I'd say, I'd say the White House in Terry. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say the one in Washington, D.C. <laughs> <laughs> Soon enough, far. Soon enough. <laughs> But how good's that? Because you just pull your money together, get an absolute belter of a house. It's uh, you know, everyone has their own quarters. I like that idea of a holiday these days. Dude, that's what uh, we we do now. We say we do um, obviously my wife and kids, my brother and his 
wife, fiance, they got a kid on the way, uh, and my other brother and my mum and dad, we get a big house, big, like in a, you, know, you want to get the best state somewhere, you want to make it friggin' sick, so we get a huge, nice house on the beach, looking over the water with a pool and stuff, and that's, that's a holiday. My mum's just, uh, for Christmas, we're going to the UK for Christmas this year to spend it with Marie's folks, so mum, we're going to have an early Christmas in, uh, no, I suppose the only weekend that worked for us was sort of the middle of November. So we're going to... And we just jumped on stays and Airbnb and we've got this gangster house up the coast somewhere that just looks over a, one of the lakes at Lake Macquarie there. I don't, I'm not sure if it's the Lake Macquarie or one of the surrounding ones or how it all works up there, but the thing's huge and it, it was next to nothing. It was like for a five-bedroom place that, you know, sleeps 12 with bunk beds and whatnot, um, it was like... 1400 bucks for four nights. Nice. That's nothing. And you're out of peak season probably too. Yeah, obviously, yeah. You, you're that's, gonna... that's sick. No matter what. Yeah, no, but it, it's just good. And, it, like, you know, we just sort of say, as long as we have a pool, because, you know, it's like trying to... Like, I love the beach, and I love taking Olivia Yeah, out. but you can't you only go to the beach, and then you want to come back yeah. in the Arvo and hang around yeah. and keep the girls in the pool. That's yeah. what we, we, as a family, like to do as well. We've been looking at uh, going away with my wife's family and trying to find a really good beachside property is harder than I thought it would be. Yeah. You have a budget, and I always do this. We know the budget would, would be, for example, you know, four and a half grand in total for the week, which would be divvied up by on three accom- couples. On accommodation. Right? On accommodation. Yep. But as soon as I start looking, this part of me goes, what if it was 5000 Yeah. Oh, that's, I start at the top of the yeah. fucking and I'm like, I can't even sleep time. here. I, I, I'm not, I'll just stay at home. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, we, um, when we're looking for our one this year, we we're like saying this is our limit, which, like you said, quickly increased by quite a few thousand yeah. really easy because, oh, look what you can get. But then our, like, uh, parameters shortened as well, like, like we definitely everyone has to have their own bedroom now we're all sharing a bed with mum and dad because yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. we've got the best house of the comp but no we got the, for that that's what we always do go oh if I spend an extra whatever you get some balling houses pretend you're rich for a day but it's the old adage it's not what's it it's not the house it's what's in the house you know uh, that, you hear that saying about what was it that, <laughs> <laughs> but it but it, but I actually what is it there's a professor who talks about it, he sees his old um, old students and he comes back and sees them and he, he says you know would you all like a cup of coffee and on the table there was a, a range of different mugs there was there was space mugs there was uh, <laughs> travel mugs there was you know large ones small ones blah 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 and he and he was watching everyone go for the mugs so they're going for the newer looking one they were the first taken and you know and he after they had the coffee and he says well this is just like life it's not what's on the outside it's not the house not the bullshit blah 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 it's about the coffee on the inside and we all had the same coffee and I don't, I'm sure he said something profound after that um, maybe what, that was one maybe that <laughs> maybe that was act one of professor <laughs> professor's act but yeah, I know. Sometimes you get carried away with looking at the price and shit. But at the end, of the, you, you, as, as long as you're not at work and you're switching off, and you, you got some you sort of body of water. You want to come back to something sort of nice as well, though. Like uh, at the end of the day, so it's like half decent. Like you don't want to come yeah. back to like a tin shed that's leaking and a yeah. possum oh, shitting yeah. in your mouth while you sleep. Basically, like, you don't conditions always to be want that. I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I remember we used to stay up at Fingal Bay in these old. Um, these old holiday units, dude. 
they were, you know, red brick and, and the roof had that pointy sharp stuff, whatever yeah. that is. Now that real old, real old, like probably from the 70s and had some of the best holidays of my life there and, and you become so accustomed to it that when you get back there the second time, it's those familiar smells, the familiar sights. like, this is sick because it's like Armour, what Armour was saying before. It's, you know, the you like the pub, not for its interior. It's not good. Oh, that's a great front door to a pub. No, it's because of the experiences that you had there. Like, you don't remember what it looked like, you, but you remember how you felt. Yeah. That's what I always find hard when you get back to a place, though, because you're trying to, like, so you know when you're a kid and you're on holidays, there are other kids on holidays yeah. as well. So I went there one year and had the best time ever, and because there was little friggin' little Dennis Denudo <laughs> fucking pressing F3 and hanging out and doing skateboard tricks and going for a surf and yeah. stuff and playing cricket... Then the next year he wasn't there. Like my whole experience was tied to like, oh, this doesn't live up to what it was yeah. last year. Yeah, it's a gamble. Because Dennis Domenico is now a lawyer, <laughs> <laughs> a shit one, but a lawyer. Yeah, I know what you mean. The same sort of thing, like I just said before, where we're get, we're looking at flying over to the UK for Christmas, and just to Maria will go a couple of weeks before for me because she's still on maternity leave, um, and then we'll fly back together. So on the way back, we'll sort of like. Um, a lot of the cheaper flights were sort of with um, Qatar Airways, uh, Abu, uh, Etihad that stops in Abu Dhabi, all, all those kind of things. So we sort of thought, oh, do we try and stop for a few days, break the flight up, which helps helps William more than, than Olivia, like with his, because he'll be nearly, well, he'll be one on the flight home. And, uh, you know, and we can have a little family sort of holiday. And it's that same thing if you go on all those, uh, like you put in your preferences and they give you a sort of like a search engine of the, the yeah. hotels. And I always start at the top two. And Maria found this one in, um, in Doha in Qatar where you go, it's not too far from the airport. That was one of the preferences. But then it was a, a little boat across to this island. And this thing looked like like Santosa in where? Singapore, you know, but that was your hotel mm. where yeah. there were slides, there was rides, yeah, and it was so all that. But it was only, it was out of our budget, but only, a but only just. So you can, so you can, justify, just, you can yeah. justify spending that, yeah. and then we're only going to spend an extra day, and, uh, and then I, the next flight's a bit more. I often wonder, are they looking at what our searching is and what our budget has been recent on the recent search? And then they, do, the, do the hotels themselves go, well, if we, we can't drop it down $120 a night, but maybe if we dropped it down... $50 a night, they might still come Dude. meet in the middle somewhere. Do you reckon that's... Well, that's an actual thing because yeah, when you go to a website and you search for a property, um, it's got the cookies running so it captures your data. Yeah. So they can set it up and it's been proven that some uh, websites have set it up so when you come back a second time, the price increases yes. because you're displaying your, an intent to, to go with yeah. that. Which is... Um, but would, which the, is would, would, they, would, those, would those cookies like... Sucking the data that have have like well, what what the price like what the dollar sign I'm looking for yeah yeah oh, so really? it would have to take in it would have to take in if you looked at a property you've clicked into it yeah it displayed the, the wow. property value at you know eight hundred dollars a night or whatever could have been a big house or whatever and then the second time you go there um, you'll recognise oh this person's back for another bite okay we'll yeah. crank it up to nine hundred a night it's um. Oh, and we're at that magical place. Um, so that describe view. it to the view to the listeners. Oh, she's <laughs> bloody big and blue. We're coming down Mount Oosley, and it's a notorious road for trucks to step on their Stop. brakes yeah. too much by the sounds of it, because every second sign is 
be wary of the residents and get off your brakes. And the, I'm uh, like, the compression brakes or exhaust brakes? Yeah, They're going to stay in a certain gear, don't they? Come in. Uh, yeah, neutral. What you know, you come, when, <laughs> when you come down the mountain and it's got those ramps for the trucks to slow them down, it goes up, up the yeah. ramps. Yeah. yeah, the speed. I would ramp. love to. I'm going to Google that. I want. I want to see a truck, a truck go up going it. on a video of it. Yeah, I've never seen it. Yeah, it'd be dicey. Just to the right here, always sketch. We use our Van Dam fans, like when you was far a fan, Van Dam fan. You're, you're a Van Dam oh, fan. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah. He's my spirit uh, animal. Drinking. This side of the road, the right-hand side of the road of Mount Usley reminds you of Double Impact, you know, when they oh, go, yeah. go to the island and uh, you see that girl's boobs. Is that the yeah. one who practices to hold, hold his breath by burning it with a cigarette to time it, so he's with his escape? No, it's the one where he's uh, he's the twin and uh, it's, it's Chad and... What's the other dude called in Double Impact? Oh, I can't... All, and Alex, uh, Alex. Well, look, they're all crackers, yeah. every Van Damme movie. That, that one... I uh, don't know what the speed limit is, but that police officer's... He's reading the paper, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he's listening to your podcast, so he, did, he was probably he was live distracted. streaming through Mount Oosley. Van Dam wasn't he a cultural hero? Yeah. That did you like, ever see his documentary? Just before I left the UK, ITV, which is one of the big channels over there, followed him around for a he few months. He lost the plot, didn't he? Like um, uh, he yeah. had a cocaine addiction, didn't he? Yeah, he, did was, he? he was pretty heavy into his coke, and he. Like he, he was back with his wife. Um, his son, son acts in some of his movies now because he sort of does those direct to. D- I think he still do, does all right financially, but he goes straight to DVD type mm, yeah, yeah. sort of sort yeah, of like movies. Like these days. Yeah, um, but he's still huge. I mean, this I suppose I've, I've I've moved back from the UK six six years ago or so. So this documentary was, uh, you know, a little while ago now. But um, he sort of will pop up on a mainstream movie every now and again just for. Like, I think he jumped on one of those expandables just because he was that yeah, era. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was in one of the Kung Fu Pandas, and that's what he was doing on that show. He was recording in Vancouver. But, yeah, just he seemed like a pretty nice guy. But, yeah, I think not did, all, not all it, the When he came out to Australia and he was doing, the, like, a live uh, stage, you know, talk thing. Oh, was he? And he got someone up on uh, stage, like, to go, go on, have a crack at, kick him, like, you know, kick, you know, have a kick at Van Damme or whatnot. Then this guy's... Been a bit smart and changed his stance and went whack and cracked uh, Van Dam a decent one in yeah. the guts and he's just gone into pilot mode and Van Dam's kicked this guy's hat square off his face and then gone bang one straight into the ribs or something like that. I would have loved to have seen that double punch he used to do, <laughs> yeah. oh. but he sort of he flicked yeah. into to like, the brick bottom one. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I don't know if this guy had been like uh, heckling him. There's one of those ramps for uh, uh, there. safety ramp. It uh, must be a muscle memory. It looks like thing, a danger eh? ramp. Oh, that's. Just, <laughs> <laughs> you watch that show Plebs in huh. England? Oh, it's, it's like a. So it's based in um, uh, Rome back in. Oh, yeah, ancient Rome, I remember but it. It's, I remember uh, it. Like, it's a comedy, but it's like everyone's English in this yeah. thing, so it's everyone's geezers and stuff. I was just Is I that the one with the bald dude? Like he razored bald? No, uh, no, no, no. He's got a couple of young you know, guys in uh, extras. You yeah. know how uh, Stephen Merchant's the manager, and he always yeah. had that dark-haired, chubby fella. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, in, yeah. He's in it. He's sort of one of the one of the characters. In it. I mentioned, but it, he, it does get a good rap. That's though, awesome, though. man. It's awesome. But I mention it because it's very funny, very easy watch. But I mention <laughs> it talking about um, whatever it's called, uh, reaction stuff. They were what the last episode I watched last night. They were doing like training for self-defense. And uh, his boss at work just come up behind him and he's sort of gone, wah, wah, and sort of cracked her in the nose just out of that whole, like, that's your, 
sort of that's you uh, just what's it called um, the move <laughs> the movement you make when you when you're trying to think of the word that actually says what you're trying to say onomatopoeia <laughs> <laughs> oh it's an oxymoron <laughs> I am tonguing for a beer we're 35 minutes away from a destination it's uh, I, I like it on this road again because every time I'm here I'm going away somewhere. It's like driving to the airport. You know when you're driving to the airport? Like it's it's a happy space because you're nine times out of ten you're either going away or you're going to pick up a loved one that's been away or something. That's a... I think I drove it with Mitch. It was from one of the Windy Pines golf trips. Yep. At Jerangong. Remember where it was blowing an absolute gale. Oh, yeah. Every time. In camo. (laughs) camo, Yeah, all all day. Um, Gale gong. Uh, and Cameron was uh, teeing off a three par, and it was it was about sixty meters away, <laughs> and he had the greatest strategy. He just launched it, and this ball's flown over the green, and just kind of held in the air as all that momentum energy dissipated, and then it just dropped on the green. It's like what did he whoa, one putt? Silkrets. One putt for eagle. Uh, oh, he could have got a birdie. But yeah, we could have got a bogey. I guess. He's <laughs> absolutely right. Well, you don't obviously you don't have the scorecard in your memory. <laughs> it is. A, it's a beautiful course, but it's an absolute shocker to play. I've never like, played it when it's not windy. Yeah, yeah. It, it, like you can't do eighteen without copping some wind. So. Yeah, you'd have. So some... if you live, if you've got a beach property, you got to expect a lifetime of. Quite a lot of... Uh, depends where you are, I would suggest. Oh, okay. And which, what coast and which way you're facing. Yep. Are you, t- are you talking you, about a lifetime you... of wind? No, no, no well, I'm talking about a lifetime of more wind than normal. <laughs> oh, you get that nice sea breeze as well and you hear yeah. the waves crashing, I guess you toss, you know, what's uh, what's the payoff? A little bit of chapped lips from the wind every now and then. Well, that's why I'm justifying not living on the beach at the moment, so stop you... getting in the ray of my justification. You, your lips do chap. <laughs> Quite a bit. My, my uncle lives at Kayama, and he was saying he took us to the little blowhole, which is sort of obviously not as big a tourist as attraction. the big blowhole. Yeah, and uh, like you sort of literally have to walk past a few houses, like down an alleyway between them, to this just little blowhole. And obviously the water spouts out, and then the wind blows all that salt water onto the houses. And he says, like they cop that much damage from Have the sea the air and, and just and repaint the joint. Oh, like if, if they had cladding, Is it it's like, like once a year. The roads or something yeah, the just the salt yeah. just gets into it. And, That's and, like everything, like cars that are on the beach. You got to change them over yeah. quicker because obviously I rust. And even even the people, man. Like yeah, they got to be changed over more regularly because <laughs> they rust. Yeah. You're right. No, but yeah. I reckon I reckon you can tell if someone's lived like. Like by the water or sunbathed their whole Skin. life, they're just aged a little bit more, you know. Like they're weathered. Well, but doesn't salt take some moisture out as well? Because yes. it's funny because, because salt on a cured meat yes. it, it helps preserve it. Preserve, yes. <laughs> Why aren't they looking younger? Because remember back in the back in the day before they had refrigerators, that's what they used to do. You used to put salt. The yeah. salt, the salty, I think it was yeah. the yeah. salt and the squash. Uh, he used to come around and put. Salt, give you salt so you can put in your meat, and that's how you stored your meat for a long time. I went, I so went. yeah, it is opposite, obviously. When uh, I went to Italy, <laughs> I went, geez, the world gets solved real quickly. <laughs> I went Mate, to, you, you, you don't know a lot about stuff, but you know a little bit about everything. <laughs> I know, I know enough to start the conversation, then I want to really jam out of that quickly before I get you know enough out. to start it and move on to the next, <laughs> next one where I know my little bit about. No, well, I went to Italy. I went to a place called Matea, and it's where they shot uh, Wonder Woman recently. 
and it's um, the oldest place in the world that people still live. Like, it's 9,000 years old, this little town in Italy, and it kind of looks like the ruins of um, the uh, Colosseum and stuff mm-hmm. in Rome. Yeah. And they said the exact same thing. They had... Target. <laughs> they Pam's back. Pam's back. She's got an answer for me. Um... <laughs> But they, they had the same thing. They had salt storage room because the weather would be so bad. They just um, had to store it all there, and then they just cover it all in salt instead of a refrigerator. That, that would be the refrigerator. They'd just bury it in salt. Yeah. And, and for the winter months when nothing would grow on the mountain, that's how they preserved all their, their food and stuff yeah, like, like that. Yeah, it's like the reverse of was, having a refrigerator. This, the refrigerator's the atmosphere outside, and you need to have a warm refrigerator that you live in. The city was crazy, man, eh? Like, how old this thing was. And people in the old town were still living there, like, still to this day. And, you, like, you can't drive in there because when they built the city, there's no... Like, there's one sort of big road that goes down, and then it all sort of goes a little bit like Dubrovnik, you know, had all oh, those little yeah, pathways yeah. and stuff like that. Fucking crazy. That's one thing where I I can never picture myself living in like cold, mountainous kind of um, era. Yeah. But I tell you what, I like big sky country, Montana. So you got that cold, mountainous stuff, but then in summer it's like lakes and wakeboarding, and so you get the best of both worlds. Like, how crazy is that range in temperature, Mark? Oh, it's ridiculous. Like, the, one of the best, some of the best ski skiing you can do, and it's proper wide out snow, and then summer it's like barbecues and lake parties and yeah, that's 4th like, of July yeah. on the 4th of July. But I, I love that because it, what, how good is that variety as opposed to living tropical where you get a bit more of a consistent warmth, you know, you get a bit more rain. But it's when I was at summer camp um, the long time ago, but the lake that we'd water ski on and wakeboard on, that in winter you'd be driving over it. So what, it'd freeze over? Freeze over. And people are driving over the lake. So that's thick uh, ice if you can drive on it, obviously, then, isn't it? Yeah. But how thick would that fucking ice have to be to... Dude. So that's a, that's a dramatic drop in temperature. Yeah. Because what you would have been wearing, what, singlets and shorts every day over there during summer, yeah? <laughs> Absolutely, man. Like, you get those super hot days where we get close to 40. It was a different sun but then what they talk about. You know how, like, say, in the ozone layer... Over Australia, which apparently is repairing itself. I chatted to someone about this far this week because uh, of that whole thing, and he has been told by a source, reliable, unreliable, I don't know because I don't know this source. Is it they, an actual barbecue sauce bottle? <laughs> it was. But they, he said that the reason our ozone is so bad is they suggest is from all the testing of all the bombs and stuff in the centre of Australia back in the... Oh, yeah? Uh, was oh, it before really? the, in the 40s, before the war? Like the yeah. atomic bombs and stuff like that they were testing? Oh, Hydrogen bombs? Yeah. And, and that's that- what's caused the damage in the ozone. And that's why, like you said, I can go to the States and be without a shirt and come back tanned. Where If I go out to a Sydney beach for 30 seconds to pay the parking meter, I'll be red raw. Yeah. Because yeah, it's, dif- it's a different sun. Um, have you seen the video of that nuclear bomb? I think it's called the Tsar nuclear bomb. Is it a Russian one? Yeah, it was the bomb, yeah, nickname for the Soviet hydrogen bomb. Largest explosion that's ever taken place on the planet. And when did this happen? Uh, when did it happen? Good question, 1961. So is it, was this an actual launch bomb or a test? This was a test. Yeah, because they've it, tested it and it's, that's, a, that's a hydrogen bomb, not a nuclear bomb? Uh, is that from, right? Yeah, hydrogen yeah, bomb. Yeah, that's because they're the... They're the ones that are off tits, aren't they? Well, 
the, the difference is it says it's a hydrogen bomb, the most powerful nuclear weapon ever detonated. So mm-hmm. there you go, listeners, you can do your research, find out the difference between a hydrogen nuclear or how they fit in the same umbrella. Well, but watch the video of this thing going off. It's just it like it's a just, huge mushroom cloud it's, still. But it's bigger. hell on earth. It's like mm. literally looking at Cranebrook. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. So I think we've said it before on the podcast that, that uh, the guy that created the nuclear bomb, his uh, words were, I am the creator of death, everything evil. Bringer of dis- uh, yeah. destruction or something like So he knew he'd done something fucking terrible, but he knew he had to do it before it got in the hands of someone else because it was an arms race to obviously do that. So, and what, what they say now with um, North Korea creating those uh, intercontinental ballistic missiles... Um, so it's like you need to have the missile to transport this nuclear device so it's all about the what what the media is reporting about um, North Korea is they're testing they're, they've got the nuclear capacity but it's the missile okay. that's right yeah they haven't got the missile to, um, for what for distance and stuff like so they for, can actually attack what America or China yeah. or whatever and that's whoever hence they the, the name the intercontinental uh, missile is that the and, real video far? yeah man how crazy is that? Yeah, everyone, go TZAR bomb. Watch that thing go off. That was in 1961, right? Think about the technology today to let off one of these things. It's so, how big the actual explosion. Like, they compare it. There's this rad video online, and it compares it to, you know, it's 500 um, million tonne of um, dynamite, and they kind of go through and compare yeah, the largest bomb in history. And it's like the... the co- Humans have such capacity for, for, for love and such capacity to bring hell on earth. It's scary that you know that these weapons exist, and 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 that's the thing about the US. They're talking about, you know, they're testing these missiles. You fucking tested yours too. What? Yeah, but uh, well, where yeah. they're a stable, they've got a stable Are they? sort of leadership. They're more stable than stable? Kim Jong Un or Kim well, Jong Il. Well, that's what the um, I guess the narrative will have you believe, but. Yeah, I, I just think it, I always try and keep an open mind to these things. I mean, who, who's caused the, the most death on Earth the in kin- the last 50 years? US yeah. or North Korea? Yeah. Oh, well, North Korea killed their own population off and starved starved their own population. But is that all propaganda to have you believe that? Uh, I don't know. It's true. That is true, dude. I, I watched this interview with um, someone who had escaped North Korea. Yeah. yeah. Actually, we spoke about this a couple of episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe at the start, um, and it was talking about how the you know the soldiers would be hiding in the ice because uh, they had to yeah. because North Korea is That's connected right. to mainland China, so they'd have to kind of cross this river to try and get to mainland China, and, and yeah, they'd have soldiers hiding in ice to shoot them as they're trying to escape. Like it's it's pretty it's pretty scary, pretty harrowing. I listened to something the other day that that war between South Korea and North Korea is this it's still going. It's not at a well, they're not. The war hasn't finished. They're basically at a. It's a called amnesty. A, uh, yeah, an armistice or an amnesty or something. But that's been, just been the longest one. Um, running like it's still officially going because no one's signed a. Is it a treaty or whatever? When you finish a war, saying this, so they've got that. It's that exclusion zone between North and South Korea, and it's still patrolled. I think it's the most heavily patrolled uh, patch of land, patch of nothingness, in uh, in the world. Wow. I was listening to a guy talk about the Kim family, and obviously after Kim Jong-il died, so he had an 
illegitimate son, like a bastard son. Mm. Jon Snow? <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he was the one that got assassinated recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but then Kim Jong-un mm. has two other brothers. So Kim Jong-un isn't the, the rightful heir to the throne. No, no, because he, yeah. he was... The oldest brother is apparently... Uh, uh, homosexual, or what did they? What, what, what were the words they used? Um, fancy, or something yeah. like that. So he wasn't right for the establishment. Um, and then there was an, a, a younger brother who, who the rumor is that Kim Jong Un also had killed. Yes. I so there that. was no threat to him. Yeah, threat to his throne. So basically, Kim Jong Il's father started this dynasty. Yeah. And basically, the main profit of the thing that needs to keep rolling through Son. is this will never change until the Kim legacy has run out. Yeah, yeah. So they all need to produce sons to carry on this legacy mm-hmm. and they're all stuck in this jail basically until like, and basically so it's, did... it's, all, it's all like if we were all part of the North Korean um, like citizens and Geordie was sort of saying this isn't right we need to get out of here like this Your is this is bullshit our here, duty is to have something on him mm. yeah. so it's a little bit like Scientology that way yeah. where they have that um, you don't really know who to trust because even though we're best mates I'll still eventually go just to further maybe myself yeah. or, or give my family, my or family a little bit more rations you know GK's been talking shit about your boss yeah like See, they, didn't yeah. they assassinate, and I think we might have talked about this on a uh, podcast, like the head of the military because he didn't show enough grief during the Kim Jong... I think there was a lot of people there with that. They yeah. weren't period. hard, hard yeah. enough, yeah. Like, yeah. so you had to go and put on some... So how did they <laughs> How did they start? How did the Ill family then come to, to well, power? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. Was it a, was it it was a coup? Was it a military coup or something, a takeover? That's well, a good question. I, I, how do any of these start? Like, I, I, most must. It's either military coup, coup. How do you say? Coup, 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 or or lands. How much land you own, and yeah. then how much taxes from back in the day. Like, because mm. that's the royal family in a way. Was I own all this land? You yeah. can put sheep on there, but, but for this much, mm. and then all of a sudden their wealth just was so much bigger than than anyone yeah, else. Yeah. Like, so money fabric, can trump money's power. There's been yeah. there's been a heap on the on the telly this sort of last week or two about Diana with it being the 30th anniversary yeah, yeah. of her death, and like I sit there and my, my partner, as you know, is English and is you know so into the monarchy and loves the Queen, loves hearing all about this new uh, you know baby that Prince uh, William and Kate are having. Is but she a monarchist? Is she? Yeah, yeah, she's yep. she's all for it, man. Like. Like, when they got married, like, she she got with all her friends and they had cucumber sandwiches and champagne and watched Kate and Will, because it was televised on the BBC. Mm. I think it was televised like, all over the well, world. No doubt one. it probably was, but it's... Why are we still... Like, I just sort of see there's some real... As there are probably all over the world, but some real rough areas that could do with a lot of input and funds. Yeah. But these same people that are struggling to... Um, you know, get by, are still paying their taxes to help. I agree with you, dude. Yeah. I'm on the same side. Yeah. Like, oh. uh, with, the, with the royal family. Like, what do, what purpose do they even serve? Well, they don't have any input in um, foreign policy or anything like that anymore. Yeah. Like, uh, Did they ever have input in... I don't know. I, 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 well, they, at some stage, they must have done. Well, they're not the governing know. body, but there's obviously... there's Has there been... I don't know if there's been a vote 
in England to go away from the monarchy, or they definitely become a republic. Oh, they couldn't no, be because they're a we're talking about we've talked about it. Oh, yeah. they'll, they'll, never, they'll never do it, and that's what, um, like my, my missus was sort of saying, it it's it's ingrained in you that you grow up with, you know, that's the Love Queen of England. Is there, there parts are going like fuck the Queen? Oh, for sure. Really, like, uh, what do they call them? Um, it's not the BLF or something like that. It's the FT, F, FTQs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I, I'm the complete opposite, though. I know what you guys are just saying about so much financial to one person. Like, Bob, good luck, Tom. Oh, I don't know where I sit on it because, in a way, because I suppose my old man's a pom as well, yeah. and my grandma, like my grandma is a massive monarchist man. Like, I like the Queen. You know, like mm. I've got, I like that sort of thing. But then I also sort of see the other side of it, where, you know, poor Jan and you know, she's a single mum, but she's still got to pay. A, I'm sure there's a certain tax there that the keeps her. But the irony is that poor Jan loves the Queen too. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. Right. and you're probably yeah. right. The more, like, you look at like the lower level class levels are probably more. Yeah, they're more. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's crazy. Like, how, how does that culture emerge? Like where people are so dedicated to supporting this royal family you know it's how, how does that begin because what you, you and like I find that so interesting because I'm, I'm sure I hold beliefs and values that have been inherited from my family but oh, it's just uh, amazing how that it's like the constitution kind of like the, the American constitution like that's the second amendment it can't be changed well you can because it's been amended yeah. that's why it's called the second amendment but with gun rights like it's just so ingrained for centuries and centuries that that's what it that's what you can't change our first amendment or well, the royal families they're just the royal family so that's that's who we are that's yeah. how we see ourselves as a nation as people and this is our yeah, I guess a st- figurehead that's all she is isn't she she's yeah. a figurehead because she's yeah that, that's all she is it's that when, when she's at the gate, and she and she speaks to the nation after a tragedy happens. They they feel like all in, ingrained and, mm. and together, sort of united. Yeah, united under that banner of the monarchy, sort of thing. And what she said, she said what probably every other leader in the world that you know after a huge tragedy happens, mm. they all get out in front and you know they say how apologetic it is. And but now's the time to stick together and because and, it's um, what they represent is also a history. For and sure. you can look at that history with two different lenses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The history that um, of of takeover, the history of, uh, I guess, bloody incest, the King Henry. I, is, think, the, I, th- I think the whole, uh, really, when you boil down to it, the bloodlines are very... Um, sketch. Very, <laughs> yeah, very sketch. I think they're all inbred until they started marrying outside... King Henry wasn't the incest. He was the one that started the Church of England so he could divorce his wife and then marry. No, but wasn't he the one that knocked um, the heads off his Was that King Henry VIII? The eighth, yeah. Yeah, actually, there must have been a couple of them. (laughs) (laughs) Unless there's seven before that, I imagine. (laughs) (laughs) Unless that guy just went, eight. That's the number, not seven. (laughs) Yeah, what about uh, King Henry VII? Fuck that guy. (laughs) (laughs) He decapitated himself so he could get up there. (laughs) What, um... What happened, you know, you were talking about Princess Diana's death and 
The big cause of it was the paparazzi who were following her. Have those people ever been named in public? Like, do we know? Well, that's that... not saying that that's what actually happened. There's, yeah, a, the there's, there's as many conspiracy theories as I think uh, the bodyguards copped the most, didn't they, for their reckless driving? But it were, they were trying to evade the, the, yeah, paparazzi. the paparazzi. Is there? Well, but there's, there's been conspiracy theories on that that the royal family actually did it because yeah. obviously she wasn't. She was having uh, with uh, Dodi Alfayed. Uh, like, the she, like the Queen, really? She, how, how it is? She she's the head of the Church of England. Mm. That's how it. Oh, okay. That's how it boils oh, okay. down. Yeah, yeah. So she's the head of the Church of England, um, and then obviously Diana broke up, which uh, with Prince Charles, which is okay under that. Well, that, he was yeah. banging uh, that horse. Well, they reckon lady. that they reckon that was always the case, but yeah, she but wasn't she marketable. For but she had, oh, and she wasn't royal, was she? Because obviously, but was, Diana wasn't either. She wasn't. No, so she, she was like the Monica, the Princess of Wales. Yeah, yeah. So she she just got given Wales. It's pretty sick. Yeah, she was like a preschool teacher. She she was common folk, like so to speak. But she had a way with people. And that's what they were sort of saying. They were, they were drawing very similarities to uh, the Duchess of Cambridge, which is Kate. Because she's beloved by the people. Well, she's, she's beloved by the people, but she's, she's not... Fro- Even though her family's wealthy, yeah. she was put in the school to be in the same class as William. Like, it was a it was set sad move the, yeah. from her. Uh, her parents have come out and said, yeah, we put her in that school... So knowing that she'd be in the same year as Prince William and... And they yeah. could end yeah. up and she could be... But she, they were just... I mean, they, they have money, yes, but they weren't mm. of royal lines, so to speak. So that, um... Uh, yes, they were saying that the royal family, if it wasn't for Will and Kate, was probably, once the Queen died, would have died out because there's no real love for Charles yeah. and there's no one else like... Uh, no like Fergie and... Um, I know she's married into the royals, but, like, Princess Beetroot... Yeah. and all that, Beatrice or whatever her name is, they're, they're not very marketable, but Will and Kate then yeah. became this marketable... But it's their way to GK. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they went and lived... Because he, he obviously was working in the military for such a long time. Mm-hmm. He was working for, like, the Coast Guard or the equivalent of the yeah. Coast Guard flying yeah. helicopters. That was his job. Like, yeah. he, he would actually work. So they were living down at Anglesey, which is in Wales. Yep. And uh, Hilly, my mate, mate Hilly from the UK, his parents own a... Caravan Park down in Anglesey, which is quite popular because it's yeah. not that far to drive. It's, it's like driving to, to Gerringong, so to speak. And he said, you could just go to the cinema and Will and Kate will be sat there watching a movie. Or they just cruise around the shops. Yeah. They sort of just wanted to live a life where they it's didn't have normal. the... Bo- I'm sure there were bodyguards around, mm-hmm. but there weren't. Yeah. And like when I when I met the Queen back in 2009... Did it, we tell this story in the last step? I don't think so, eh? How I faked it, I faked that... I was going to get to be introduced to the Queen through Amo so I could go away on a six-week holiday <laughs> oh, within yeah, 24 hours. We might have. We should be calling you Chameleon. <laughs> but, yeah, like, like, there was heaps of security, but they just sort of went, uh, yep, Dave Armistead, yep, you're on the list, go through. Didn't check my ID, didn't do anything. Yeah. Like, I could have been anyone. Like, obviously, because I was playing for that club at the time, there was the ground security with the British police... Yeah. And they just sort of went, yep, hey, Dave, there you go, and just get yourself checked off. Like, that was... Oh, I was blown away that the security... Like, when she pulled up, we were just watching her through an open window, like a, a wound-out window, having a few beers, going, OK, like... Yep. If you could seriously do some damage here, like... But, but I don't... Uh, yeah, it, 
it has to be ingrained in the people over there because I reckon back in the day, like Richard the Lionheart and all that, he went and fought the wars and he kept your your city safe. Yeah. You know, the king did. Like, yeah, yeah. A so, lot of kings went out on the front line and fought, sort of thing, and led by example. But and maybe how that's did, like, the Roman Empire for them. Like, that was a great empire, wasn't it? So that's now no longer there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, Far was saying, you were saying before, like. Greece has like, had its moment yeah, in the would, sun. Would that British Empire, or was there a need for them, or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Or yeah I think for, so for having the, a whole, uh, the yeah, but so how did the Roman thing. Empire be disbanded and fall apart? Like there's were they, they all, taken over by the um, well, what the Americans now? The, the British Empire, even though they're they're still there, but they reign as the main the leaders of the free world. Yeah. Finished in World War Two yeah, when, when this, Oppenheimer built this bomb yeah. and went fucking. And he didn't want to. I, mm. Obviously, you touched yeah, yeah. on it a little bit. He didn't want to build this thing, but he also knew if he didn't, the Russians or the Germans yeah, someone would. was going to beat him to so, the punch. Yeah. And when he sort of said, I am the um, destroyer of worlds, the, the bringer the of death, bringer I, of I death can't remember exactly was, what he yeah. said. He, he was sort of saying, we've got the biggest gun now, so whoever holds the biggest gun... and. Uh, the, the US Other leaders ar- of the free world. Yeah, the yeah. US Army... And it goes on economy, well, surely, as well. Isn't the US military, like, three or five times bigger than any other military in the world? Just their own army. Oh, would it be bigger that, than the, ja- the Chinese with yeah, population it, size, even though the Chinese... Because... They, uh, they got, uh, because is it the, two billion people? Because the US government pumps so much money into it and want to build so many guns and, and all that. Well, then then the... The US government is the world's biggest employer then, like employing all these uh, army and then obviously on top of that, uh, military personnel, on top of that, people that make their clothes, so the friggin' tailors are making the money, then on top of that, the people that are feeding them, and then there's obviously got to be people that build the barracks, and they're, yeah. so well, they're the biggest employer in the world. When I did my apprenticeship, you could do your apprenticeship through yeah, the, military. the defence yeah, forces and stuff that like too. that, like, and then, you know, you, you may never have seen action other than to build barracks or... You know, it's like what you know. If you if your toilet gets stuff, you need a plumber. So mm. they'll have a military. But I, it's uh, crazy how the army is like a country's insurance policy. Well, did you see that thing that came out today, last night that said uh, could have been this morning actually? Far Australia will be invaded in our children's lifetime. Will be invaded. I mean, what is and, what is that founded in? Who, and, what's the reason? Well, what's this the is military military intelligence, and 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 Australia are not prepared to combat that, to even protect their borders. But I mean, there's one way. We we're talking about that persuasion a couple of episodes ago. If you instill fear, that will persuade people to go. Yeah, this, we, we, this we was better. an independent body though, as well. I reckon if I we mean, had, just, I still question. <laughs> I question that. I, I, I'm look. I wear alfoil hats, so <laughs> take what I say with a grain of salt. But yeah, if if someone's saying we will be invaded, to what degree? When? Yeah, well, what's that's... your reasoning for that? Who? What's the source of this information? Oh, the army. Is that the most reliable source in this context? It's... Well, it wasn't that. There's, yeah, this is an independent guy. I know what you're saying. But it's true. Like, if we had a... <coughs> if we Excuse put me. The Australian um, Army, I think... Uh, what, what, what is it? 40,000 people, including the Army Reserve? Is that Army or all um, military? Army. Army, not including Air, air Force. And yeah. and, um, but, look, New Zealand don't even have an Air Force. They use ours. How big is Australia's Army? But do you reckon if we had the population of, say, the United States, we'd still be vulnerable? Just because of the sheer size of our... 
of, of, of our supporters, supporters to yeah. be patrolled. Uh, yes, Sorry, I active think it's, personnel is 58,000. Um, reserve personnel is nearly 20,000. To call it close to 80,000. I think that's uh, one of the... Uh, okay, 80,000, was it? Yeah, don't listen to me. I'm just pulling numbers out of my arse here. That's... <laughs> <laughs> We're coming into fucking Jerengong, my friends. Looks so, a little great. Sleeping planes of Jerengong. I think the uh, this is as good a time as any to say thank you. Bon voyage. To you want farewell. And goodbye. We're Cesar, out. thank you for coming out, man. Cheers for the lift out of Jerengong. <laughs> Check us out on Facebook at GKNF. And what's the... That's the Twitter. And what's the Facebook? Working time on Facebook, ladies and gents. And we out. Yo. <laughs>